Welcome to the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to encourage and empower you on how to make disciples in and through authentic relationships, recapturing the heart of the early church that we read about in the Bible. Our goal is simply to equip you so that you can make a life-changing difference where God has planted you all for the glory of God and the good of the world. We pray that you are blessed by this week's episode. Episode one of the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, uh, where everything we're doing is going to be a a conversation about encouraging, equipping, uh, and empowering the church to make disciples. And uh, so my name's uh, Bradley Benton. Most call me Buck. Most of you uh, listening that know me uh, know my name's Buck. I'm the lead pastor uh, at Connection Church uh, Dublin and have uh, served in that capacity for the past six years. And so this is a new venture, uh, something I've been thinking about for a while and have really started thinking about writing and just wanting to to share some things that God's taught me uh, over my uh, last 10 years or so following Jesus. And yeah, so I'm excited uh, about that, nervous about that, but pray uh, maybe it would bless someone as uh, there's been a lot of content I've listened to and a lot of teachers that have that really helped me uh, in my journey in relationship with the Lord as it relates to leadership uh, in church. And so, man, I just want to be a blessing to someone else. Uh, so, yeah, so that being said, um, that's kind of how this came about. And I guess what I'd like to accomplish if uh, to, to give content is something that I feel like would really make a difference uh, in the life of the church. And, and I really feel like that one thing uh, is discipleship, is disciple-making. Uh, it is the one thing that has been constant uh, since Jesus resurrected and went to heaven, and uh, something that I feel like we uh, should talk about more in the church, and, and specifically um, authentic discipleship, discipleship done in uh, relationships. And uh, I think that is the one thing that if the church in this generation embraced, specifically here in America and and where I live in the South, uh, I think it could be a game changer. And so I'm going to share what I've learned, maybe some passages uh, that that have really challenged me to to look at, man, what does it look like uh, to to make disciples? So today uh, I'm going to share out of 1 John chapter 1, 1 John chapter 1. Uh, verses 5 through 10. And the first time I really read this uh, was around 2017, uh, I guess 16 it would be, when uh, I was getting ready to to plant a church. And just let me share that uh, I never would have picked ministry for my life. Uh, I grew up an an athlete and and wound up going into education, as both my parents did, and planned on teaching, coaching, and uh, just kind of doing life that way. Uh, Really passionate about the sport of wrestling, and and God had different plans. And so uh, when I really like read this, and I guess God pressed my heart about it, would have been around 2016, and, and it really was profound. It, it changed my life. Uh, so it's First John, again, First John chapter 1, and again, we'll start uh, in verse number 5. It says, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him, there's no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie, and we do not live out the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Then verse 8, it says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And so just stopping right there, the first time I read this, like I, I began to read it and I, and I kind of got it. it. It says that basically God is light. In him, there, there is no darkness. It's this, this picture of perfection. Throughout the story of the Bible, uh, the first thing God created was light. And, and, and light is of God. It's pure and there's, there's no sin in it. 
And it says that uh, in him there is no darkness. But then it talks about us. It says if we claim to have fellowship, it's this picture of relationship with God, yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. So, so I kind of get it, right? So if we claim to know God, but our lives are full of sin and darkness, uh, we, we lie. We don't really have fellowship with God or walk in truth. Now, verse 7 says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Um, this picture of community, and it says the blood of Jesus' Son purifies us from all sin. And so I was like, man, well, I want to walk in light. I want to have fellowship with God. But I know I'm not perfect. I know I have darkness in my life. And, and verse 8 really threw me. It says, well, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So I'm like, well, Lord, well, well, how much darkness can I walk in and still have light? Or, Lord, what do you mean when you say walking in light? In verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And, man, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's not about an absence of darkness. It's about being honest about our darkness and giving it to God. And so that's why I'd say, and really a main takeaway, as we talk about authentic discipleship, it starts with being honest about where we are. And this is what I would say, and this is what's so good about Jesus, is uh, Jesus meets us where we are, that we don't have to pretend to be something we're not. Uh, but the key requisite, uh, prerequisite for Jesus, uh, Jesus meeting us where we are is we have to be honest uh, about where we are. And that kind of brings you brings me into to my story uh, about being transparent about where I was when Jesus found me and also being transparent with you today that even as a pastor the last six years, uh, man, I'm a growing disciple of Jesus that uh, that's still learning, still growing, and I'm thankful for God's grace in that. But, um, but anyway, when, when I began to realize, man, I wanted this real relationship with Jesus, um, I, I actually grew up in church, and so, um, you know, growing up in the South, it was, uh, you know, pretty, a, a lot of families went to church, and church was a, was a part of our life, and for me, uh, I grew up in a, in a good church family. We went to church uh, mostly every week. Uh, we were good people. Our parents expected us to make uh, good grades in school, and this was uh, really my, my Christian experience was attending church. Uh, being a good person. I remember uh, trying to read the Bible some. I remember learning uh, all the Bible stories uh, in Sunday school, but I always knew that there was, I don't know, there had to be more. There was no, there was no life to it. And so uh, even though I had good morals and good character, uh, really when I moved off to college, and, and funny story, I went to a Southern Baptist college where you think you'd grow in the Lord, and and uh, and I grew the opposite. Uh, that's when I really began to understand college life, and uh, really I began to see um, really who I was as it came to spirituality is uh, there really wasn't a lot of substance there. That My life didn't produce a lot of fruit, and even the morals that I grew up in, I began to rebel against those morals and just kind of live life the, the way I did. And so uh, went to college there a couple years and then transferred to Georgia Southern. And if you know anything about uh, anywhere around here, a college student moving to Georgia Southern, uh, man, I'm about to really get into some stuff. And it was God in His providence and His grace and His love for me uh, that I moved in uh, to a trailer uh, with a guy named Billy Shiver to attend college. And the funny part is, uh, I grew up in church. Billy did not. And Billy was more of a, 
Maybe some that, that kind of ran with a wilder crowd. Maybe one your parents would say, hey, be careful with them. But the funny part was uh, he had become a Christian uh, the year before I moved. And this is what changed my life and really kind of the heart for uh, the Authentic Discipleship podcast. What what won me over is that Billy wasn't a Christian name in name. He was an authentic Christian. And uh, just to put it simply, man, we, we hung out and we did intramurals together. Uh, he was someone that, a man's man, someone I respected, someone uh, I was literally friends with. But the only difference was uh, he read his Bible and lived it out. Um, again, not perfectly, but uh, I just began to see for the first time there was something different about the way he lived his life uh, in a way that it may, really made me ask some difficult questions about myself, about, man, well, where am, am I? And as I began to watch him, he slowly but surely just began to invite me into things. So he served at a church on Wednesdays with a kids program, and we would get done with with uh, softball or doing something. He'd say, hey, man, why don't you just come? And he never put me in a class. He never uh, forced the Word of God down my throat. Uh, he just invited me into his life. He just invited me to follow him around. And so I began to follow him around. I began to serve uh, kids on Wednesday afternoons, and, and uh, we started pegging kids with dodgeball uh, and just having fun. And then we would teach the Bible to them, and I thought that was really neat. And then he would invite me to FCA meetings that he would lead, and I began to open up the Word. And, and what began to happen was I began to want to know the Jesus that Billy was following. And it was in that semester he took me to, uh, again, invited me along uh, to, to Passion Conference in Atlanta. And it was at that conference that, again, uh, my roommate invited me to that uh, I began an authentic relationship with Jesus. And what I mean by that is uh, it was real of my life because as I looked and was honest about where I was, uh, my life before that conference did not bear the fruit of Christ. Uh, I walked in darkness, and that was just... Uh, and that was just true. And so as I, I look at that and I think about uh, the church, man, I was not saved through a great sermon. I was not great, saved at a great worship experience. I was saved through an authentic friendship. And I would say this a lot of times, disciple making and discipleship is just a good friendship with gospel intentionality. And, uh, and man, I'll forever be grateful for that experience and man, as I, I think about this podcast and I think about talking about spiritual principles, um, I just want to encourage everyone listening, uh, regardless of where you are, I just want to ask you right now, man, what is your story uh, as it comes to God? Uh, you know, really begin to take the assessment of, man, where are you in relationship with God? Because for so long, uh, I just skated by that question, uh, wondering if uh, a childhood around the faith uh, was really what it was about. Just going to church, checking the box, attending uh, Sunday school every now and again, and trying not to sin too much, if that's all that Jesus had for me. And I'm glad to say that a relationship with Jesus is much more. So I, again, I, I want to encourage, equip, and empower uh, the church to make disciples. So the first thing is to ask, what's your story? Where are you at? And the good news is, uh, your story can start today. Uh, if if this is something new to you, uh, I want you to understand the good news of the gospel, again, that Jesus left heaven and went to the cross and died in place for our sin 
to meet us where we are. And in fact, the next uh, episode, we're just going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the gospel and that being the invitation to become a disciple. And then also, man, for those that you're listening, you're, you, you, you clicked on the Authentic Discipleship podcast because maybe I invited you, maybe I shared it, maybe someone shared it, or uh, you were looking at, man, let me listen to some things on discipleship. Uh, let me empower you. Uh, if you know Jesus, who's the one person in your life that needs to be connected, uh, that needs to be connected to Christ and needs to be connected to community? Uh, because God just may very well have placed that person on your life uh, for that to be the person you're called to disciple and lead to follow Jesus. So with that being said, man, this is my new venture, uh, trying something new. Uh, prayerfully, it can only get better from here. But I want to leave you with this and this, this question um, and this thought changed my life. We only get to do life one time. Let's live it on purpose. Thank you guys. Look forward to hearing, uh, talking to you guys again soon.